Good afternoon, Grace Gospel Church. I'm Pastor Troy here, along with Pastor Trent. Hi there. And uh, we have a special guest today, uh, Grace Gospel Church board member and superintendent of uh, Harder Northern School in Dola, Ohio. We have Jeff Price. Jeff, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, it's good to join you guys, and I don't know about a special guest, but... Uh... <laughs> good. So, uh, Jeff, just basically just... Uh, for the start, just uh, introduce yourself, maybe what credentials you have, um, talk about what you do for a living, and uh, why this topic today, where we talk about critical race theory, uh, you're passionate about. Yeah, well, uh, critical race theory is certainly a hot topic in education, and that's been my life. I've uh, now starting my 37th year in education, and uh, the last uh, 21 have been in administration. So. Uh, I get asked a lot about this, uh, you know, what is crit critical race theory and how is it impacting uh, our school? Um, you know, I guess um, I will say I, I have um, done some, uh, you know, work at, at academic uh, universities. I am a, I have, uh, I guess, achieved my doctorate, but um, so I have been introduced to critical race theory, uh, you know, actually when I was doing my uh, doctoral studies back in the early 2000s. So um, it's not new to me, but I think what's happened is it's really caught on. It's in the mainstream and, um, uh, you know, it, and people are seeing, I think, um, and understanding maybe what it is and how it's impacting, uh, especially our school systems. Good. Good. So I guess uh, just for, for a lot of us who, who aren't really too familiar with critical race theory, uh, what, what is critical race theory? And I guess what's the history behind it from your, from your study and understanding? Yeah. Critical race theory, is, it's very complex like anything. Um, it's, not very, it's not really simple uh, to explain, but I think it is important to maybe uh, understand a little bit about where it came from and how we got to where we are. Um, Actually, I am a quantitative uh, theorist, if, if you want to say that. There are, uh, when you do research in academia, and that's where real, this came out of. Critical race theory is a theoretical perspective. We'll talk a little bit more about that and a couple of others. Um, but when you, when you start to talk about that, you know, you, there's two ways to do research. So academia does research. That's what they do. So... You have, uh, you know, quantitative uh, research that people do, and that's uh, typical scientific, uh, you know, method. You're, uh, you're seeing how variable A impacts variable B. How does it, like in, in our world in education, um, you might introduce a, a um, reading series to one group of individuals and give the other group of individuals the, the old reading uh, plan and then uh, at the end you might test both of them and see how uh, how the reading series was it successful wasn't it successful um, and so you're you're trying to to show uh, and, and solve for uh, some of those uh, those types of uh, treat see if the treatment is is effective um, Qualitative research uh, is subjective, um, and I don't want to say that I don't like qual qualitative. I think qualitative research is is very good. It's very helpful. Um, quantitative research answers the what, and 
qualitative research answers the why or the how. So you have to understand some of those things. But um, I think also people have to understand when the, the reader has to understand what qualitative research is. And that is, you know, the researcher uh, themselves, in many cases, tries to seek to understand their, their subject or subjects and they, in most cases, as in action research, actually become an advocate for change. So the researcher involved in the research is actually an advocate for trying to change um, the, the things that, that are happening. And so uh, it very, becomes very difficult for them to separate themselves and, and remain objective in, in, that, in that outcome. So that's, that's kind of long-winded. How do we get and kind of move that into what is critical race theory? Critical race theory is based upon qualitative research. Okay. okay. So, you know, when you look at that, qualitative research design, uh, you make some of the following assumptions, okay? So there's multiple realities, they would say multiple realities. We would say there's no absolute truth. Right, right. So qualitative research itself is based on the fact that there is no absolute truth. It, the researcher immerses themselves in the study, and the, its value, it, 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 they give it a value judgment. In other words, they're, they're making a value judgment in their interpretation, and when they're writing and giving their research, um, results, they're interpreting that based upon their own understanding, understanding that there's no, there's no absolute truth. Right. And so what happens, as I see it, is that um, one person's research is based upon the last person's research is based upon the last person's research. And so, you know, uh, critical race theory uh, was actually introduced um, back in the 1980s it's built upon critical theory which was back in the 1960s and as we have as as each researcher continues to um do their research they're uh, they're interpreting something that somebody else understands that somebody else understands and they're moving further and further away from the absolute truth in giving it a value judgment so i know that's a very academic uh it's a very academic kind of, um, you know, answer to that, but, um, you know, I don't know how much more you want to get into no, yeah, to that. That's good, and I think uh, with Pastor Trent, I, I kind of want to talk with you just briefly about absolute truth to the Christian faith mm-hmm. and the essentialness to believing that, yes, there's one God, there are, you know, three persons, uh, you know, God the Father, Christ the Son, uh, the Holy Spirit. Those are absolute truths in our faith, and I think when we waver when we have the same type of thinking like like Jeff was talking about with denying the absolute, you know, that can affect its way into our interpretation of Scripture too. So I guess to, in your opinion and, and, and your study of, of absolute truth in the Christian world, how, how important is that to, to a Christian? Yeah, and I think um, from I guess some of my reading, um, one of the, the phrases that we hear a lot about uh, critical race theory is lived experience. Is that That's kind of like a buzzword. So it's about my my experience, and yeah. and so instead of well, what uh, if we talk about our our own individual experiences? That's important to talk about our experiences, but we also have to at the end of the day come back and say, well, what is the, what is the reality, and what how you know what is what is the reality behind everything that's going on, and and so you you talk about the absolute truth and the yeah. word of God and Scripture and how Scripture defines 
who we are as human beings and, mm-hmm. and what the problem is with our human race. I think scripture answers those questions. And when we try to go beyond scripture and try to find answer to the world's problems outside of God, we're, we're going to not find answers that are, that are, I mean, maybe there's well intention, there's maybe some good intentions there, but we're not going to find the true answer, right? I mean, we're, we're going to come up with a lot of ideas and a lot of theories, but nothing is really going to hit the heart, which is we need God, and we are broken people, and, and you know, we, we know scripture teaches that, um, that there is absolute truth. Jesus says, sanctify them in truth, your word is your word truth, is truth yeah. and so we, we can rest on that, and, right. and we have to. I don't think, I think we'll always come to the wrong answer. We won't come to the right answer unless we search for, for that truth, for God's truth. Right, and I think, uh, you know, the truth that's in that, too, is, of course, you know, creating the image of God. We know Genesis 1, uh, 26, 27, and then we know through the fall of sin, Adam and Eve in the garden, that created that, that barrier. And then we know even in, after Christ, Christ accomplished on the cross, death, his death and resurrection gave life to those who trust in him. But even in Paul's writing, he, he kind of summarizes that in the past, like, for all have sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, the wages of sin, is death, the free gift of God, is eternal life. You know, you can't allegorize those passages. You can't say that, that those are just your truths, but those aren't the truth for humanity. And I think when we look at critical race theory and we look at uh, kind of just the idea of going upon other people's work, it, it doesn't have that, that underlining guiding factor of our depravity as, as sinners. So... Yeah, and I, and I guess do you have something to say? Well, I was just going to say, yeah, really, the prob- there is a problem. I think if we talk about, you know, there, there are racial tensions that are very real, and we, we don't deny that at all. When we, when we say that we have concerns about critical race theory, that doesn't mean that we're ignoring right. Racial, right. racial problems, but we would understand that the root of all of that is sin. Right. And so as, as, as Christians, we want to bring Christ, and, and really only Christ can bring the healing that's, that's needed. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, that can get a little bit dangerous, too, if someone says, you know, I don't want anything to do with critical race, you know, this or that. When, when, you're, when to, to some people's ears, you could say, oh, that person doesn't want to do with it because, you know, they have racial biases or, or tendencies. But we're not, we're not coming from that with that kind of heart or angle. We know and love people of all, all races, all backgrounds. So to, to, to question or to challenge critical race theory is not challenging the fact that there is racial tensions in our country. We very much believe and know that, that this country has had a lot of racism in its past and still today, um, but we're challenging this, this belief this, from an academic perspective, like, like Jeff was talking about. So I guess kind of meshing the two together, we have a good understanding of what critical race theory is now, but why should the Christians study critical race theory or care um, Jeff, why, why should the Christian want to study that? Well, I think, and I'm going to come at this from an educational perspective. You know, parents need to ground their, their children in the things that they want them to know. Um, you know, if you're, going to, if you're going to go to, you know, Ada, um, Hardin Northern, um, you know, Kenton, some of the rural schools, you know, I'm sure that, that and I know even in the state of Ohio, uh, critical race theory is not in the curriculum, okay? It's not in the standards. You're not going to find critical race theory taught in the standards. Here's the problem, as I see it, is that it's, it has infiltrated almost every aspect of our, of our culture in our, in our writing, especially when you're talking about reading or writing, um, you know, textbooks or articles or even watching a documentary on TV. So... Um, you know, parents need to need to take that, and our churches need to be very aware of that. 
uh, this aspect. And, and, you know, social justice movement, who doesn't want social justice? Right. Everybody right. wants social Absolutely. justice. And, and the problem is that if you're anti-CRT, then it looks like you're anti-social justice. Yeah. While the Christians love other people and we're commanded to do that and have uh, to work for uh, uh, harmony with all of our brothers and sisters. Um, so I think that that's the problem is that there's grains of truth in, in the movement. The, but you, when you go to the root of it and you're saying the movement doesn't believe in absolute truth, um, it rejects uh, you know, biblical principles, even rejects the whole idea really of God. Mm-hmm. And, and the CRT, if we just believe in, in the critical race theory and we, we follow this movement out, and play it out to the end, well, we will have priests in harmony. And we know that we can't have we can't. that without, apart from Jesus Christ. Right, right. That's big because I think uh, we're not going to have a perfect utopia, right? We're not going to have that perfect, you know, everyone hold hands, sing kumbaya. We know that our, our, our sinful nature is too depraved. And I, and I think a problem that I'm even seeing a little bit with just hearing your, your explanations with CRT is that it, it's just secular. You know, it, there's... There's no God involved in CRT, in, in the doctrine of itself. And I think that's the biggest problem I have with even Marxism or, or communist, right? Um, is, is that idea or that political structure or academic structure in this case where God or Jesus Christ is not involved to any way, shape, or form in it. And as a Christian who wants to stand for biblical truth, we want to stand for things where we can maneuver that Christian worldview inside of it. And I don't, I don't know if this, this theory allows for us to put our Christian worldview in it. And I, I think it fails to see what the, uh, it, well, we talked about it, it fails to see what the problem truly is, yeah. which is, which is sin. And right. I've, I've heard someone say it's, you know, we have a, a sin problem, yeah. not necessarily a skin Problem, and I, I think the point whether there there are racial tensions, but yes. the problem of that is is the sin in our hearts, and also it seems like there's a wrong emphasis. The emphasis is on when we when we talk about our identity, the emphasis is on what group we belong to, whereas you know Scripture will say, you know, what do you belong to? Do you belong to Christ? I mean, are you are you redeemed? Are you know are you are you saved? Are you a child of God, or are you um, in in need of redemption? You know, and I think we're all in need of redemption, but. Um, when we form our identity outside of Christ, then you know mm-hmm. then we're going to run into some some troubles there. Yeah, and of um, course we know that racism is sinful. You know, God, there's nothing about racism that pleases God. But but this this theory, it, it's just it, it, like I said, it has the the backing of of a worldview where God is not present. So that's kind of where I'm at. With yeah, and, you know, again, to go back to if our young people aren't grounded, whether they're going off to uh, you know, a four-year institution at, you know, um, any major uh, university, uh, even even small colleges, uh, that, that, you know, they're going to be tested. Mm-hmm. If And now, of course, if they're going into the military, they're going to get this, uh, you know, racial uh, training, and, and it's going to be based primarily on CRT. So um, I think that's so important. Um, to un for for our young people to understand who they are in Christ, and and who uh, other people are uh, in Christ. So, yeah, and you had you have one thing here. I'm just looking at uh, kind of move to our next point a little bit. But you talked about you know kind of uh, we have a lot of families in our church with high school age 
people, and I'm sure people in the community, especially with you working at a high school, a lot of those kids are going to be sent off into to universities. I guess what should a parent do, and I guess really even what should a teacher do or a pastor should do to, to equip them in, in the truth where they're not led astray by CRT, but still maybe recognize the racial tensions that do exist? Well, I think, you know, I'll say this from a parent again. Uh, look at what your child's bringing home. Look at, especially when you're talking about their social studies. It's probably not going to be a math thing. It's probably going to be more along the lines of English literature, social studies. So look at the curriculum that, that's being taught. Look at the things that, that are coming home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we may, and I'm not going to say that we've never had aspect of, of critical race theories taught in, in, in any of our school, you know, at Hard Northern even, because it's, infil- as I said, it's infiltrated. Even teachers may, may get literature, they may be teaching out of a textbook that they don't understand it either. I mean, we're trying to do the best, our, uh, best that we can to educate you know, uh, our teachers on those and, and to be very sensitive to those things. But, I mean, if you turn on your TV and watch a documentary on, you know, some event that happened in history, I, I would guess that a lot of that may come from a, cri- a critical race theory uh, perspective. And so it's so infiltrated. Um, you know, our teachers need to be very cognizant of the, of the resources that they choose. Uh, for the children uh, to read and understand that we want to have multiple perspectives. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a social studies teacher by trade. We talked about racism. We talked about civil rights movement. Yeah. We, we try to give multiple perspectives, and we want to understand. But we don't go to the point of elevating one perspective over another perspective just because the, the one has been oppressed, and, and, and it, it, that gives them some... Um, you know, truth. It's very hard. I will say this. You know, it's very hard for a majority sometimes to to understand a minority perspective. I, I will say that. There again, there's the grain of truth in some of what the critical race theorists would would bring out. It is very hard for me to understand that, okay? I haven't lived in that. Um, but yet... Um, you know, I, I seek to understand and I seek to love and I seek to try to, to, um, I seek to try to, to, to get, uh, again, that understanding that. Right. And I think, uh, one thing too, that we have here is that, you know, a Christian should be, uh, number one, concerned about racial tensions, discrimination, social justice for all Americans, right? That, that should be mm-hmm. our centerpiece for our worldview as believers of understanding that there, there is problems and that those problems need to be addressed. And even looking, I'm glad you, you brought up what you just said because I, you know, think about, you know, my, my high school years and middle school years and a lot of that was, I, I, you know, race theory. I don't know about the, the critical race theory, but I mean, we talked tremendously about Frederick Douglass, uh, Harriet Tubman, right, Martin Luther King, those people, and it definitely it had an undertone of, uh, you know, the African American or other minority groups as the one being oppressed, which is which has been the case. That's, that's it a has true. Been. That's a true statement to make. That's there's nothing wrong or, or un-American about that. I mean, it's very American to, to know that, that that happened. But I think, like you said, it's that elevation. And I think, um, you know, just in the academic world, you know, there's a lot of people who lean that way ideologically who would want to elevate. So I guess, you know, it depends on the teacher, depends on, you know, the tone in which they, they teach the class. 
And I remember even learning about the Holocaust, very similar, similar things was going is that oppressed group, um, this and that, which, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's a hard balance to, to look at of, of when, when, when is it elevating and when is it, when is it just teaching the facts? So, um, again, I would, I would point out, uh, you know, a possible danger here in the CRT is, uh, they, they use words like transformation. So it's not just changing or working within our current system, but transforming our, our system and our institutions. What are our institutions? Well, they're our government, our schools, our churches, okay? Um, the, the things that, that are the foundation for who we are as a country, and they don't want to just work within that system, but many of them want to transform it. And, and, they want to revolutionize uh, that, and they see, especially as Christians, they see uh, church as being um, as being part of one of those institutions that as oppressed people. Mm-hmm. And again, there's some grain of truth to that, in 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 the fact that churches have been and religious organizations have been, and we have to acknowledge that, but. Um, you know, we, we acknowledge it, we change it, and we move on in the current system that we have. Yeah, good. And I think, uh, Pastor Chen, I kind of have a question for you, and we'll, we'll, go yeah. to, we'll go to Jeff here after. But I guess, how can the church not be manipulated by the elevation or, you know, we, just, we talked about earlier before the podcast of some denominations have tried to weave that into their preaching to CRT. And I guess, you know, what... You know what? What should the church stand for as far as racial discrimination, and what should, what's the church's job, and what's not the church's job mm-hmm. when discussing something like that? Yeah, that's a great, great question. And I, I've read somewhere. I don't remember where I read this. It was a blog that um, part of the problem, or part of the reason that we are where we are today, is maybe that the church hasn't always spoken out on issues of race and discrimination and prejudice the way that the church ha- should have. And so I think that needs to be part of our preaching is to teach that, hey, prejudice and racism, that's sin. Yeah. And, and it's clearly in the Bible. We see, you know, there's a foundation for that, that all people are made in God's image. We see that in Genesis 1, 27, that, that there's that, that uh, connection that we share. And, and so it's, it's wrong. It's sinful to treat others uh, poorly based on, you know, their, their background. Um, we see God's love for the whole world. We see that in the gospel and in places like John three sixteen, a passage everybody knows, God so loved the world. And not just one group of people or one, one segment of the world, but God loves humanity, sinful humanity. God reaches out to all. Uh, we see that today, and, and we talk about the church, what the church is, the body of Christ, and people from all nation, tongue, and tribe brought together as one in Christ and united. And what a beautiful... I just want to read... Can I read a passage yeah. in... Uh, in Revelation 7, 9, uh, this, this picture of this uh, praise in heaven, it says, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could count, from every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, and palm branches were in their hands. And wow. Christ died for people of every nation, tongue, and tribe, yeah. and to create a multi-ethnic body, and we are redeemed in Christ, and that's what we should strive for. Um, so I, I mean I think we need to be preaching those truths and 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 holding that up and, and showing how wrong uh, attitudes of racism and prejudice are and and looking within our hearts because maybe we have maybe maybe we've had attitudes of you know distrust or maybe just form we are quick to form opinions about people and so I, th- I think we need to to look within ourselves and to preach that and and create a love for all people in in our lives and 
Um, so certainly the church should be actively preaching on, on our attitudes and, and, even, and even our institutions. We should be preaching on how, how can we reach out to poor neighborhoods or how can we reach out to, um, you know, to maybe struggling schools or how can we as a church reach out and meet some of those needs. Yeah, all good stuff. And I think uh, it kind of goes back to what we talked about the last couple of podcasts of what it means to be in Christ, right? Being redeemed, uh, being born again, being saved, right? I mean, all those things, uh, there, there's no room for those racial prejudice biases when, when our hearts have been cleansed through the blood of Jesus Christ. There's, there's simply no room for that. Like all the walls, barriers that we see um, with, with racial involvement uh, I, I just see one, like you said, that Revelation 7 passage, a redeemed people group uh, united. And that's what God has called us to do. That, that's the unity he wants. Um, uh, but still, of course, like you said, addressing the sinfulness of racism, the sinful nature of our depravity, where racism and racial tensions do, do exist. And scripture tells us we're to be the salt, salt and light of the earth. And so as Christians are present in the world... We're to have a positive impact on our world, but we also understand that we're not going to transform the world into the kingdom of God until Christ comes, and Christ is the one who institutes and brings about the kingdom of God. And and so, I think you know, some of these movements, there's a longing for for there's a recognition that something's wrong with our world, and so there's an open door. We can say yes, we agree on that. Something is wrong with our world, and here's we we have we have an answer, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a great message. Uh, you know, and, and understand that people uh, who are act, actively involved in um, this movement, the social justice movement, they want to change the world, and 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 we want to change the world. Sure. Uh, you know, it's just how we disagree, maybe on how how that might be done, and and we we need to we need to preach to them, to teach them um, the power through the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and help them to maybe come to an understanding and understand that God loves them. And, you know, you painted that picture in heaven. You know, uh, Jesus is coming for his bride. And, and the bride is going to be multiracial, multiethnic. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so. Absolutely. And I think, uh, Jeff, you know, you're a board member, and I know you watch a lot of sermons online and things like that. So I guess what would you like to be seen done by the church, church leaders, pastors with CRT? I, you know, I think you have to understand it. You can't just condemn it um, out of ignorance. Uh, you can't it would be just ignorant look, at, study, yeah. look yeah. at, um, you know, what you see on, on a news program or what you hear on uh, talk radio and say, hey, I, you know, I, I disagree with that. Seek to understand where people's uh, perspectives are. And, and by understanding the perspective, we can then have a, an opportunity maybe to minister uh, to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's good. I think uh, seeking. I mean, I think there's so many, I hate to say it, but I think that there are quite a bit of ignorant people, you know, uh, across yeah, well, all, all walks of life, but even sometimes in our churches, you know, people not wanting to, to seek, you know, the outside world and, and, and see the effects that it has inside the church walls. Uh, but, but I think uh, you're doing a great disservice to your congregation if, if you don't look at these things and don't look at, um, you know, what's around in our world, what's, what's being taught, what's being studied, what's being um, talked about in, in the world of academia and the world of um, society as a whole. So. Yeah. That's a trend. Do you have anything to, to maybe close on or maybe a verse to, to reflect on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, 
just um, yeah, so many so many great thoughts here today, and and I, I love that thought about trying to understand, yeah. and not just trying to understand well, what are these theories, but I want to try to understand my neighbors and whatever background they come from, especially if they come from a different background than me. I want to build relationships and be an active peacemaker, and and we have a gospel, the gospel of reconciliation, yes. and we want to be peacemakers and, and bring reconciliation. Um, so. You know, I, I really love uh, just a couple of great, great verses. Um, Romans ten twelve says, "There's no distinction between Jew and Greek; the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call upon Him." And again, that was the ethnic strife of Paul's day. And Paul says, "The gospel has the power to, to shatter those barriers and to break down those walls and to bring people together, to reconcile people not only to God but to one another in Christ." And and that same gospel is is the gospel that we preach today, the gospel that can shatter our problems and the racial barriers that separate people. So we need to continue to preach, preach the gospel and, and see Christ do his work. Yeah, and that, that message of reconciliation, I think, is so important for us to, stu- to study and to know, uh, of knowing that, uh, you know, we're God's ambassadors, but part of that, too, is, is becoming reconciled, becoming one with him, having him be the mediator, and us having fellowship uh, with him because of that. So all great truths. Uh, Jeff, anything you want to, to close with? Uh, and if not... Uh, you know, if anybody has any questions or wants yeah. to sit down and talk to me individually, I have a little bit more information. I, you know, I, uh, it, this is great. This has been just a wonderful experience. Yes. Uh, my first podcast. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I have done interviews on radio and that type of thing, but uh, but it's, it's this has been fun, and uh, I enjoyed doing some research. So if you have questions or you want to, to know, you know, as a parent a little bit more, about um, public education, I think our schools and the in the communities do a wonderful job by and large. I mean, not perfect, but I think uh, your educational experience here is going to be much better than it is in in many other places. So, right. yes, absolutely. I guess I'll uh, I'll close with some prayer. But uh, thank you for listening. For those who have, it's been just a great honor to have uh, Dr. Jeff Price here with us today, and uh, just uh, an incredible. Uh, thing that that we're able to study uh, that's going on in our world today and uh, we know that uh, the world seeks answers but we ultimately have the truth in in the gospel of Jesus Christ so let us pray father we're so thankful for our identity in you Uh, not based off of the color of our skin but based off of uh, the redemptive plan of your son the Lord Jesus Christ our faith in that our new identity as believers Uh, father you've adopted us into into your kingdom and we're so thankful for that message of reconciliation father we pray for those in the world that, that want to make change, want to have impact. But, Father, we know that uh, apart from you, uh, we can do nothing. And uh, we know that with you, uh, all things are possible. And I just pray that we, we have this message of reconciliation that, that spreads through the whole world. And ultimately, we can study things like race. We, we can call out racism. We can, we can study discrimination and, and build upon uh, the, the sin of, of, of that, Father, and make a new redeemed people for that. But I just pray that people understand that, that, that there's, no, there's no point of, of changing the world without through you, Father, that, that we can do nothing apart from you. And let that be our heart of knowing that uh, with you, we can change the world through the gospel of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You have already changed the world. You've redeemed those people who have trusted in you, Father. And I just pray that that can be our heart going forward, that that, uh, um, 
we can trust that truth about you. I pray for uh, Dr. Price as he goes into the school. I pray for all the teachers and, and, and faculty around the country even uh, who, who, are, who are brought up with, the, with this difficult topic of race and, and teaching it, teaching it uh, the truth about it, uh, but also not to elevate and to not uh, put uh, opinion as truth. But Father, I just pray that uh, uh, the truth of us being created in the image of God is ultimately a truth. And just thank you for pastors and teachers and, and parents who are able to stand for the word of God in uh, the communities around us. Praise on your son's holy name. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for listening again.